0: with Conair Bomb, Available at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for less. And for a limited time, new customers receive their second month free when they sign up and use promo code MONTHFREE by May 31st. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously. Wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Taxes, fees, and other third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details. You know that feeling when you walk into your home? Take a deep breath. Ah
1: From Wonder Media Network, I'm Jenny Kaplan, and this is Womanica. Today we're focusing on one of America's pioneers of equal education. This scholar's impact continues to empower young women even today. Let's talk about Emma Willard, founder of one of the first women's schools for higher education in the United States. Emma Hart was born on February 23, 1787, in Berlin, Connecticut. Emma was raised on a farm with a large family. Her parents had 17 children together. Emma's mother was one of a few literate women in her community at the time. Her father staunchly believed in educating his daughters and sons equally. With her mother's support, Emma sped through her grammar school education. She also attended secondary school, a rare opportunity for a girl at the time. Emma then began her teaching career at the age of 17. By 20, she'd moved to Middlebury, Vermont to teach at a women's academy. There, Emma met her first husband, Dr. John Willard, who was 28 years her senior. They had a son together and for a time, Emma retired from teaching. Emma was housing her husband's nephew, a student at Middlebury College, when she had something of an epiphany. Looking through his textbooks, she realized the vast differences in the ways boys and girls were educated. Emma even asked the president of Middlebury College if she could attend some science and math classes. He said no, so she taught herself advanced math and science with the help of her nephew. She wanted to be able to add those classes to her curriculum. Emma wrote to politicians all the way up to the President of the United States about improving the education of women in the country. She was determined to level the playing field in society by giving women access to advanced learning. In 1819, Emma's calls were heard. The governor of New York asked her to open a school in the state. And in 1821, Emma founded Troy Female Seminary. She managed the school successfully with her husband until his death in 1825. With the women's seminary in great shape and her leadership on the rise, Emma became a prominent figure in society. 13 years after the death of her husband, Emma fell in love again. This time with Christopher Yates, a physician from Albany. The two married in 1838, despite their on-and-off relationship, and Emma's friends warning her about him. Caught up in newlywed bliss, Emma turned her school over to her son and daughter-in-law. Emma moved to Boston to live with Christopher, but their relationship immediately crumbled. Emma suspected Christopher was after her money, and thus a tumultuous five-year separation battle began. Finally, in 1843, Emma was granted a divorce. Fortunate to still have her money and reputation, Emma traveled and wrote for the remainder of her life. She opened a school in Greece and occasionally filled the role of principal at the original school she'd founded. Emma passed away in 1870. In 1892, the Troy Female Seminary was renamed the Emma Willard School. Elizabeth Cady Stanton, Jane Fonda, and Kirsten Gillibrand are all former students. All September, we've honored champions of education. Tune in tomorrow for a brand new theme. For more on why we're doing what we're doing, check out our newsletter, Womanica Weekly. Special thanks to Liz Kaplan, my favorite sister and co-creator. Talk to you tomorrow. This month of Encyclopedia Womanica is proudly supported by UNC Greensboro. Founded as a women's college in 1891, UNC Greensboro presents She Can, We Can, Beyond the Women's Suffrage Centennial. Through performances, films, lectures, and concerts, UNCG examines how the decisions from our past affect us today. Join the experience and learn more at shecanwecan.uncg.edu.
0: information.